Hello and good morning to you, my beloved brothers and sisters in the Lord. Of course, it's your brother, Pastor Chidi Jacob, here this morning to share with us today's episode of our ongoing Everyday Fellowship with the Word. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you this morning. We thank you for the fullness of your glory. We thank you for your love that is eternal. We thank you for this union that can never be broken. Thank you for our oneness. Thank you for bringing us to the reality of your fatherhood over us. Thank you, Lord, for your protection and provision and for watching over us. Thank you, Father, for every good thing that you have given to us to enjoy. And Lord, we thank you because from day to day, night to night, hour by hour, the eyes of your children will continue to open to see our reality in you as this message sprays from heart to heart, from place to place, from country to country. Thank you, precious Lord. It has always been your desire that we all be back together in one family. We give you the praise and we give you the glory. Thank you for ever always being faithful. Thank you because that which you have done in us, no man can undo. Thank you for the gift of faith. Thank you for the gift of righteousness. Thank you, Father, for all things. Blessed be your name, Holy Father. We give you praise and we give you glory. And everyone who prayed as a son of God, everyone who prayed to the Father, as a son this morning, son of God, you will join together as sons of God and all of us will chorus aloud, amen and amen and amen and amen. Let me quickly read to you this morning. Before I go back to the scripture we read last Sunday, let me quickly read to you this morning. The book of John chapter 5 verse number 24. The book of John Chapter number 5, verse number 24. It says, I speak to you an eternal truth. This is Jesus speaking. I speak to you an eternal truth. If you embrace my message, if you embrace my message. Remember the other translations will say if you keep my words or if you receive me. But I love the, the rendering of the TPD. It said embrace and if you have noticed, everything I have pleaded with you since you started listening or you started following is to embrace his message. Don't forget that message is that Jesus Christ, the man we call Jesus Christ, is an embodiment, is a physical reality of a message. That's why the Bible says that the word was made flesh. That means the word became a human being. Brother John again says, he dwelt among us. We touched him. We heard him. And so Jesus now is saying, if you embrace that message that I am, if you embrace that message I am, and believe in the one who sent me. What is Jesus saying here? Believe in the one who sent me. Don't forget if this is the kind of belief that you, you and I used to believe before, almost everybody believes, except the atheists, almost everyone believes that there is God. 
right? There's some God somewhere, almost everyone, almost every religion. And the people Jesus was talking about to hear, don't forget, are the Jews who were already worshiping God. They believe in God. They had temples. They had the temple. They had the Ark of the Covenant. They had the stories. They had the uh, the traditions. They had the rituals. They had the, the things that has been passed over to them. They had the prophets and they had the scriptures. So these people already, if it is that kind of belief, just to believe that there is God, these people already believe. So Jesus won't be telling them and believe in the one who sent me, right? But don't forget what Jesus was saying. You believe that I am a son of, of God and that God is my father. That is what they didn't believe. That's what they were struggling with believing, right? And why was it important for them to believe this? Because once they believe that, they can now start to see. It becomes easy even for Jesus to tell them, hey, as I am, so are you. Because I am your example I am God who has come down to show my children who they really are. They are my sons. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Don't forget, I'm still talking about crossing over. What are we crossing over to? Don't forget, don't forget, we are people of faith and we live by faith. Crossover is by faith. We cross over in faith. We cross over in the realm of the spirit. And you know everything we have taught is to get you to cross over from where you are to where to, from, to where you need to be, from who you think you are to who God says you are. Now, listen to this very carefully. It says, and believe in the one who sent me. Say, anyone who does that, just listen. Anyone who does that, you will never face condemnation. The other translations say you will never face death. You can see that death and condemnation are the same thing in the scriptures, right? Death and condemnation. It says anyone who believes that God is, that I am the son of God, God is my father, which is invariably who we are. Say that person have crossed, right? Have already, that person will never face condemnation. And it says in me, remember, in me. In being like me, in assuming you are me, in being like me, in be believing that I am in you, you are in me. We are the same. In me, he says, you have already passed from the realm of death into eternal life. You have already passed. Don't forget, if you believe this, you have already crossed over from the realm of death to the realm of eternal life. And this is what you and I have done. So we are now on the side of eternal life. What has remained and why we teach and why we preach is that you now cross over, do that crossover in the way you see yourself. That's where the crossover by faith is. Don't forget that the disciples of Jesus were with him for three and a half years. Historians told us they heard him speak. They saw the miracles, they um, saw him crucified, and after he rose from the dead, some of them were still doubting, right? Because this thing is not a physical thing, friends. It's something at the eyes of the spirit must see. And we, spiritual people, must cross over spiritually. Our crossing over is spiritually. Our crossing over is by faith. We cross over spiritually by faith. And then the physical world starts to respond to that crossing over we have done on the inside of us. Don't forget, I have said many times, there are two ways 
for to do things there is the man way which is by physical effort which is by which is by expending energy and I, I, like i have said you can do all that and get something of course i'm not condemning anybody striving to do better you can strive to do better and get better you can you know get a miracle get things you can you can you can but don't forget there is man's way man's way is always physical don't forget first of all man's way is always physical if man were sent to save man man will try to use a physical means either violence or whatever but don't forget jesus did this spiritually he did something that represented something else now so the other part of how to change things is god's way and the bible tells us that god is spirit for example it talks about jesus as the lamb that was slain even before the foundations of the world that means spiritually he had already been slain before the world was founded and then every other thing had to work together you know um to bring that which has already been concluded right so what we are trying to do is to repent from man's way to God's way to cross over from doing things man's way to doing things God's way. Don't forget about that. Doing things from growing in man's way to moving over to God's way. For example, crossing over now, the Bible says we already have eternal life. If you embrace my message and then you believe in the one who has sent me is my father and your father, he said you have crossed over already right from the realm of death to the realm of life the thing now is that you and i have to intentionally position our mind our thoughts to see that we are in eternal life to the point that the only thing i see inside of me is eternal life to the point that the only thing you see in you is eternal life that's how it works and that means now in the realm of the spirit in the realm of the gods right in the realm of god in the realm of heaven we have crossed over from the natural world of men to the heavenly realm of our father where we enjoy eternal life i love what it says and we will never ever be condemned blessed be the name of the lord and you know that this thing we are talking about this morning is the story in genesis i hope you realize that where the bible talks about marriage a man shall leave his father and his mother right and what does that signify a man shall leave his natural beginning a man shall leave his natural beginning a man shall leave his natural origin a man shall leave his root in adam that's what it means and what does that man do do he clings over to the holy spirit he begins to he cleanse and becomes one join with the holy spirit and how do we join with the holy spirit is to receive the words that he's saying to us we step away from this and then we join to the voice of the holy spirit embrace his message about who we are and that message gives us life now we and god are now one together in one place no separation there's no God outside of you. There's no you outside of God. We are now in one place, one God. We are now in one place with him. We are inseparable. And you know what he says? The next line says, and the man is, and they, were, they lived. And even though they were, listen to this, even though they were physically as per se, let me put it that way now, naked, but they were not ashamed. What that tells is that 
even though they had weaknesses, but they were never condemned. They were never ever condemned. There was no condemnation. He says, don't forget condemnation is death. There was no, that's what it means that they were naked. They were weak, right? But that they were vulnerable, but there was no condemnation. Why is that? Because they had no knowledge of good and the evil. Don't forget, death began with the knowledge of good and evil because that brings us to condemnation. So I'm saying this, sir. If you're crossing over, you have to cross over from the knowledge of good and evil to the knowledge of sonship. You have to cross over from distance, from condemnation to freedom. You have to cross over knowing who we are. The Bible says, Jesus says literally, he says, whoever embraces this, right, is freed from condemnation. Why? Because we have moved from death, the realm of death, to the realm of eternal life. Imagine how many times, how long the church preached to us that eternal life is a reward we get when we go to heaven. No, no, the Bible never preached that. The Bible never taught that. That is turning the scriptures upside down. Eternal life is having the life of Christ right here, right now. Having the life of God. And how do we have that life when we come back to him and accept? See us in him and see, all, and see him in us. That just as Jesus, the son, says, we are in the father and the father is in us. I am in the father and the father is in me. Me and the Father, me and the Heavenly Father, we are one. One. We are one. There is no division. The more I align properly to, with that, the more my thoughts become its thought. That is why suddenly, suddenly, beloved, think about that. Because our heart is aligning properly with the Father, that is why our message is also turning to what the Father wants. God, there's no God in heaven who has split people apart, put them in different, different places and stuff like that. This one hit this one, this one hit that one, this one. No, don't forget the work of Christ is for the whole world. To, he has saved the whole world. That's why he says, go into the world and preach to every creature baptizing them into the family of divinity. That's what it means, baptizing them, immersing them into the truth, into the truth that represents the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That means bringing them into this marriage of divinity, where they came from, bringing them back to it. That is the message, beloved. You and I can see now, like I said, one of our brothers came to me after some days ago and said to me, Pastor, you know, after I listened to you last Sunday, I started to see the Muslims very differently. And another brother came to church and was testifying the encounter he had with Muslims. And he said, you know what? To, truth be told, I will not lie to you. I really, really was never comfortable with them. How can you love people and reach out to people who you are not comfortable with? That's impossible. Why did we get here? Why did our heart start to open? Why did our eyes open to see what Jesus was really talking about? It's because of becoming one with the Father. His thoughts are now my thoughts. His thoughts are now your thoughts. When you look at a human being, you don't see somebody who needs to be condemned. You see somebody who needs to be saved. If you see a human being, you don't see somebody who, you know, you know what religion used to do to us, right? You see somebody, you don't know their story. You don't know where they are coming from. 
You don't know where they have been through. But your religious mind will make you to judge and condemn them instantly just based on their dressing. Just based on their dressing. You don't know them. You don't know the story of their life. But you, to tell you how dangerous religion, how religion closes the door. I have said to people, you can only find God outside of religion, right? Religion will make you see somebody like that. In your mind, you have already condemned them immediately. And, and then out of, the, out of your condemnation, you now go and start speaking to them about God. No, God wants us to love. That is the truth. Whoever does not love, the Bible says, remains in death as well. He wants us to love. And we can only love when we see humanity the way God sees humanity. If we are sons of God, we cannot preach like religious people. We cannot teach like religious people. Neither can we pray like religious people. And don't forget, we are not trying to make a distinction here. We are trying to understand where everybody is coming from. Now, so what is our work? Simple. As easy as it is, as the, the father of the heart of our father is, so is our heart. We see every man as that every man is an offspring of God, our father. That makes us brothers and sisters. They may not look like us. They may not talk like us. They may be witch doctors, but don't forget, nobody was anointed and gifted to be a witch doctor here. That an, that's an environmental condition, and that is what it is. But we speak words of faith in our heart towards them. Amen and amen. Beloved, and there's a lot of people who are struggling or who you and I condemn. I do it also. I'm not exempted from it. I'm not telling you. I do it also. And why why did I do such things? It's because of where we're coming from. But now that we are crossing over from being sons of men to becoming sons of God, our heart is open to love. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And so don't forget my crossover is not to wait the 31st December to crossover. No, crossover is what you and I have been doing all through the year, moving from religion to faith, moving from being dominated completely by the nature of Adam to now transitioning to becoming sons of God. That is crossing over. Remember where we read last Sunday, Galatians chapter 3, of course, if you read that, it says, we no longer see ourselves. We no longer regard ourselves as Jew or Gentile, black or white, right, poor or rich, male or female. We no longer, sir, that is crossing over. We cross over from lies to truth, from darkness to light. We no longer limit ourselves. Why? Because even though we are now sons of God, if we see or continue to see ourselves in our former state, that means the former state continues to dominate us. So crossing over is not to wait till 31st of December. And, and don't, don't get me wrong. I have absolutely nothing with the celebration. Of course, we can celebrate, enjoy the season. It's just a season. Enjoy the season, you know, um, do whatever they do in the season. But don't forget that crossing over for us is mainly of faith. Don't forget, I'm not condemning any ceremony. I'm not condemning any activity. I'm just telling you that if you do a physical crossover and you did not do a spiritual crossover, you will also carry along the same experiences, the same things in the new year. It's as simple as that. And so, but blessed be the name of the Lord, you and I, 
for a long time. We have been crossing over from lies to truth, from darkness to light, from being sons of men to taking our place. And the Bible says that whoever believed this, give he. He has given us the right, the authority, and the privilege to become sons of God. I have spoken this morning to my brothers and sisters, if we use that language, that's an earthly language, but I've spoken this morning to my fellow sons of God. And I'm saying this with joy in my heart. God is my father. He is your, your father. You are my brother. I am your brother. We are sons of God. And we're here to bring to pass, to bring to manifestation all the glories of our father, his faith, his love, his peace, his joy, his wisdom, his power, his miracles. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. So let us continue to cross over from being sons of men to sons of God. How do we do that? We no longer regard, see, or think, or imagine ourselves from our former state because now we are completely new creatures in him. I hope you continue to enjoy the season. Help me spread the message. Don't forget that this morning you have been served. Shalom.